Welcome back. We got an hour to go before the holidays, and I just want to remind everybody, we still got a hot seat coming up, and Al J. Black's coming out on a Thursday because, mm-hmm. well, looks like the NFL's about to cash in again. It's unbelievable. The uh, Sunday Shocking. ticket is going to YouTube, <laughs> and they did it. They had a chance to think of the fans, the NFL owners did. <laughs> And did you hear Rhea's reaction? Yeah. That was their oh, reaction. Yes. <laughs> they could have Al taken a little less money yep. and served the interests of the fans. Oh, that's hysterical. They elected not to. Shocking. I, we're all pretty surprised by that. Anyway, on the line with us right now, we are thrilled to have him on on a Thursday with his great football expertise from the GM Puff, uh, Shuffle podcast, the Gridiron Genius himself, sponsored by Panther East. Don't get nailed by OSHA. Panther East is the premium distributor of safety in the Philadelphia region. Go to PantherEast.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Lombardi. Hi, Mike. Good morning, everyone. Hope you're well. Happy holidays. Same to you, Mike. We've got a lot of ground to cover here in the next few minutes, so I'm just going to start with this. What did you think of the Eagles' game plan in Chicago? You know, know, it's funny. Uh, It was one of those where – I thought they would come out really kind of trying to get the lead and make sure that, that Fields had a throw ball and couldn't play the game with his feet because he's truly more of a running back than a passer. So when they didn't execute and they kept the game close, you know, they didn't play their best game, but they still found a way to win the game, uh, overcoming the turnovers that they made. So, you know, my sense of it is is you're going to have those games along the way. Uh, they were clearly the better team. They were always in control of the game. Uh, but, you know, they kind of let, let them hang around a little too long but dominated in the fourth when they needed to. Here's the problem. You have a running back who is among the top ten in the league. He has just surpassed 1,000 yards. You're facing the 27th-ranked run defense with a 30-mile-an-hour uh, win. Is there any logic associated with not handing the ball to Miles Sanders for 24 minutes? Well, I mean, look, and you know, add in the fact that that field was so hard when you land on it. I mean, that's why Hurts got hurt. You can see it in the play. You know, he landed his shoulder on it. It wasn't a hit from a defender. It was the field that caused it. So, you know, but, but you have to remember, Angelo, I mean, the, the Bears play an eight-man front. They kind of – the way they play it, it it's kind of hard – to get the inside game going, so they tried to get the outside game going. I mean, the first two plays they called were the read option. They ran the ball with Hertz to try to get him on the outside and make them defend it outside in so they could get their inside running game going. And I think the secondary is the vulnerable spot within the team. The wind is a factor, and certainly that was the, the conditions, I think, were a lot worse than you think. It's easier to throw the ball in those conditions typically than it is to run because you're having a hard time getting footing. Let me reiterate. 24 minutes, zero carries. Does that make sense? No, that, you know, obviously that doesn't make sense. I mean, you can't defend that. And, and certainly you got away from it. And I'm sure they probably realize that's not the way they need to go. And, and you know, when somebody needs to remind you during the game, hey, let's make sure we get Sanders going involved in this game and run the ball more inside. Isn't that, and, that and, why and, they have people up in the booth? I mean, is there not no one on these staffs of 50 that can say, yo, <laughs> you're not the giving the ball 50s. to your running back. Yeah, the staff of 50s are amazing. I, you know, I don't <laughs> even understand it. It's unbelievable. I mean, they have more people that, that, that are in boost than they invaded Normandy with. I mean, it's hilarious how many they have there. The, the reality here is, is that usually between a break, you know, when you come through and, and Shane goes over to the sideline and, and Nick Seriani, they talk and, 
look, we've got to, you know, here's, here's how we want to start the next drive. Here's what I think we need to get going with. Here's where, here's where we need. Every drive should be planned in terms of, and that conversation should come up between the drive. That's what they're talking about. They're looking at the Polaroids. They're kind of looking at how they're defending them, and then they're trying to put together the five or six best plays for the next drive when they get into that situation. So that's where it should really occur. Yeah, we, we're right on the same page on that one. Mike, uh, now you got a quarterback who's got a chance to be the MVP. You could argue he already is. Um, and he's probably going to want to play with a sprained shoulder. How does the organization deal with his will to play versus what's best for the team? Well, I think the doctors have a lot to say with that, right? I think that they've got to clear him medically before you can put him out on the field. It's one thing players always want to play. But it's another thing to to go out there and feel like he can play. I think in the you know for the Eagles, erring on the side of caution is the best thing. I mean, they have. A, I wrote about this for Visa. I mean, credit to their organization. I mean, they have a really good backup. It's kind of an interesting season this year, right? Yeah. So this week we're going to go into the this week we're going to have the following guys play quarterback: Trace McSorley, Malik Willis, Gardner Minshew, Nick Foles, Brock Purdy, Tyler Tyler Huntley. I mean. Going into this weekend, 56 different players played quarterback during the season. Now wow. we're going to almost get over 60. So that means almost every team's had to use their backup quarterback, which is remarkable, which tells you that we're not protecting the quarterbacks very well. I think you've got to err on the side of caution with Hurts. Give him some time. I'm not even sure you should play him against the Saints. I think Minshew's a really good player. They'll change what they do offensively. They won't be a six-back attack. They'll be more of a rhythm passing game, RPOs. He can do it. I mean, this kid's played well for Jacksonville. And, you know, I think he's got 41 touchdown passes and 22 starts. I mean, he can make plays, and he gives them a chance to win, and the team buys into him. The team believes in him. This is not a knock on Hurts at all. They'll be a different offense. They'll be kind of with their offensive line. The strength of their offensive line allows them to have versatility within their offense. All right. I got to know now, Mike, because you're making it sound like the Eagles would have a real good shot with Minshew in Dallas on Christmas Eve. Who are you picking to win the game? You know, when you break down this Cowboy defense, that you got to protect first, right? You got to make sure you take care of, of, of Parsons, and you've got to handle their their edge rushers. But you can attack this secondary, and I think the Eagles will move the ball effectively. And you've got to be able to slow down Pollard in the run game and Zeke in the run game, and force them to have a little bit of pressure. Their offensive line is good too. I think it's a close game. I was shocked that the line moved on Monday because of the news of Hurts all the way up to six. Now it's back down to five. I think it'll be a really close game. I think the Cowboys will win the game, but I think it'll be less than a field goal. I think the Eagles have every opportunity to win the game. I have a lot of faith in Minshew as a quarterback. Wow. I have faith in the Eagles' offense because they can still run the ball. Even though it won't be out of the six-back attack, they'll run the ball. They'll pretend that Minshew's going to run it, which will cause Dallas to have to defend it. And they're going to have to put pressure on Prescott so that he creates mistakes. But, you know, that's where they're going to have to play the best game defensively. Well, last thing, Mike. You work for the Patriots. You work for Bill Belichick, the best coach ever. How in God's name did he lose a game last Sunday on a lateral play that was on a game going to overtime? How did that happen, and how do you think he's handling that situation? Uh, I think, you know, this has been a hard season. He has not been able, and I talked about this on my podcast, uh, you know, he's not been able to get the offense fixed, and it's been really, it's been a real problem. I mean, the decision to go with Patricia and Judge in their roles hasn't proven to be as beneficial as I think he thought it could become, and Mac Jones has regressed. In terms of the game management, I mean, that just kills him. It happened in 18, they put Gronk back there, and Kenyon Drake, they, they started doing the lateral thing in Miami, and Kenyon Drake, 
kind of broke open and Gronk was the last line of defense and it wasn't a defense at all. So this is a this was a problem. I mean, Jacoby Myers went rogue on it. Clearly, what they should have done, they should have kneeled it down. I mean, that's yeah. kind of the ultimate mistake. They should if they were not going to throw it in the end zone, just kneel it down. You know, because the yards are meaningless, and I'm sure it's just killing them. I'm sure this is you know because he preaches game management. They go over it every single week, and I'm sure this has been a horrible week for him. I got to be honest, Mike. This way, the way I look at it, since Lombardi left, he's not the same coach. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Lombardi well, may have been the brains of that operation. That's all I'm saying. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true, but I will say this, that, you know, it, there's so much that goes into these situations ah. that, you know, it, it's hard. And, and ultimately, you as the head coach assume the responsibility regardless of what happens on the field. Mike Lombardi, I hope you and your family have a great holiday, Mike, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Angela. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. Mike Lombardi, let's go back to Dallas, Al, and Amish. Now, he's an Eagle fan who lives in Dallas. Hi, Amish. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning, what, team. What's the word in Dallas about the game on Christmas Eve? The the fans here are <clears throat> overly zealous that they're going to kick our butt. Ooh, say that. That's when I want Hurts to play, when <laughs> I hear that. Because I don't think they can stop Hurts. Amish, I think the Eagles win if Hurts is playing, but I don't think he's playing. Well, I don't think he's playing, but Angelo, Mike Lombardi just said it. Look at Minshew's career numbers. He, yeah, he's a system quarterback, and I think if Steichen and, and Sirianni put together a good plan to attack the, the Dallas defense, uh, you know, their weakness, I think we can win this game. I, I think a heavy dose of our run game to keep their offense off the field is going to really keep, uh, keep us in the game. And, you know, I'm going to be at the game Saturday right behind the Eagles bench. And uh, I'm hoping to come back with a W. Right, how'd you get those tickets, Amish? Uh, it's Christmas. Everybody's giving something. Oh, that's beautiful. Will you be in full Eagles regalia, and will you be cheering for the team right in the face of all the hillbillies? Um, well, I'll be uh, I'll be right, right on the 45-yard line, a couple rows behind the Eagles bench. You can look for uh, the guy decked out in Eagles regalia with uh, his wife decked out in Dallas gear. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. right. You got a problem with that gal. Now, are you going to be uh, 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 still close with her, or are you going to, is it going to be a rough holiday because of the game? Uh, you know, when the football season's on, Angela, whether uh, whether it's Dal- she's for Dallas and I'm for Philly, it's always a rough season because uh, these Cowboys fans down here, they don't know how to keep their mouth shut. I like it. Amish, give me a winner or weasel. Who you got? Uh, winner or weasel, um, I'm going to go with weasel and i'm gonna go with uh belichick for thinking he can pull that trick play al bell belichick weasel of the week no i don't think he called yeah i don't think that was and again i want to reiterate you may not have heard i want to make sure my story gets out there the national football league has plucked for the officiating Mm -hmm. crew on christmas eve the exact same crew that screwed your philadelphia Mm -hmm. eagles in the only game they lost all year. And if you want to be reminded again of what Alex Kemp and his crew did, let me take you back to that game six weeks ago. Hurts takes the snap. He swings it out on the far side of the field and running hard up to the 35 has got it. Now Washington running with the football. Are they saying it's a fumble? They're running it into the end zone, and the officials are calling it a fumble. It's a touchdown. There is a face mask. He was pulled down by the face mask. How can they miss that? Yanked down by the face mask, and the ball came loose. That should be 15 yards. Because the 
call was completely oh. missed. That is a disgrace. Now, I want to explain. Mm-hmm. I've been watching closely. In my life watching football, I have never seen a more obvious and egregious miss of a face mask. 60 years of football I've watched, I've never seen that. The idea that the National Football League would assign that crew to this game says one thing to me, Ruben tomorrow. It says to me the NFL wants the Cowboys to win. Do you agree? I agree with that, actually. Thank you. Common sense is not very common. He's with you, Rube. Whenever you agree with me, why do you have to tag on actually? Like you're surprised you agree with me. I am surprised. (laughs) 215-592-9494. We come back. Somebody's on the hot seat. Somebody's going to win winner of the week. Somebody's going to win weasel of the week. And we are going to tell you. The latest way the NFL screwed you, the consumer. Mm -hmm. Again. They found... Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring... Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainor, Elle King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. All right, we are back. And uh, Clifford W. Let's, uh, hold on, let me get Pete Cherokee out here first. He's Pete. from Chickies and Pete's. Hi, Pete. Pete. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Pete, Ow. if I go to Chickies and Pete's, can I get the seven fish? <laughs> you can get eight fish if you want. Yeah, sure. <laughs> right, I'll bet you got the seven in there if you counted them up, oh, right, yeah, Pete? We are. We have, a, we have a special. You get the seven fish, absolutely. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, but you're not. pick up that day. You come in, you have a few drinks, you're waiting for your seven fish to come out, and then you take them home and effortless at the house. Oh, that's beautiful. And, Pete, here's the other thing. Where will you be for Christmas Eve watching the Eagles? I will be at my house, uh, at my home, with our annual Christmas Christmas Eve party. And uh, we'll have the TV on. And I I think it's a party either way because we've never had a gift like we have this year. The team's great. They're great character. They're great people. It's, It's there's There's no side story. It's just a great year for football fans. Hey, Pete, if, if you got to make the pick on whether to play Hurts on uh, Christmas Eve, would you play him? Uh, I would say no. See, that's he's smart. Yeah. Al, you're <laughs> the only one that is playing him. Yeah, I want him to play. If he's healthy, I want him to play. You don't know. He's I want to beat, da- I wanna beat Dallas. I want to beat Dallas, get it over with. Oh, no, Pete. no, yeah, but if he's healthy, I want him to play also. But he's obviously he's not healthy. He didn't practice all week. Exactly. Pete, uh, I, this is great. So you're not open on Christmas Day. You're open Christmas Eve. Is that how it works, Pete? We are open Christmas Eve till like 7. All right. Different stores. Check online. See what the time they're open till. And, of course, we're open at the casinos. Uh, that, that We have to be open. All right. Well, Pete. And, and at the airport, we're open Christmas Eve. So Wow. All right, well, Pete, I, I want you and your family and all the wonderful chickies and Pete's to have the greatest holiday ever. 
Brooke. You too, Ange, and tell Gail the same, and uh, uh, enjoy your, your, your Christmas, everybody. Uh, Pete, real quick, this is Ava here. You're, uh, you're a former employee. I just also wanted to mention, I don't know if you've ever here, you never get word back, but you and Lisa send a big box of Godiva chocolate. Oh, that thing is huge! Yeah. To WIP every year, and I just want to let you know, we got it yesterday, and it's on the final tier of chocolates, <laughs> wow. which is about five tiers is what we got. I, I just had one. Yeah, so thank you for sending that. Every year, we do appreciate it. I like to send smiles. I hope it makes everybody happy. That it does. Thanks, Pete. Pete. We Just love you, Pete. Pete, thank you, pal. I will. Thanks, guys. Right. Now, what's going to happen here is profound. Mm-hmm. Because this is like Christmas season. And Clifford W. Lentz is our NASA correspondent. Mm-hmm. And Cliff, Boeing now yes. has flights going up. Yes, Boeing is starting the um, Starliner. It's uh, in conjunction with NASA. In, in a couple weeks, they're going to send... Uh, a two-person crew. Originally, it was supposed to be Chris Ferguson, Philadelphia native. Uh, he was involved in, in development of this, but he had to step down for personal reasons and everything. I would like to get on that flight. What will it cost me? Probably about $50 million. $50 million. Oh, yeah. oh you got that. No, oh, I don't have it. I don't have How many years million. were you on the show? Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to live to be 900. Right? But here's the thing, Cliff. Yes. I want to ask this. This is like this is a perfect Christmas question. Cliff. <laughs> yes. I, I know people. I can get you on that flight. Okay. Two weeks in space. Yeah. Up to the space station. Yeah. One problem. Mm-hmm. When you come back down, you die. Mm. Are you in? Yes. <laughs> Did you hear that? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Just stay you up would, there. To, to, to have a chance to be up in space, you would give up the remainder Absolutely. of your That'd life. Absolutely. That would be the end of my bucket list right there. That would do it. That would do it. <laughs> Ow. That's Make some calls. Rhea. Make some calls. No, I don't oh. want Cliff to die. No, but no. Cliff would be. I can put you on the top of the building for an arm. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff, we love you, man. That, Al, that is love. That's dedication. That's dedication. He would die to see up in space what it's like. Look, he's showing yeah, me. I'm what are you watching right now? I'm watching right a spacewalk right now. He's watching somebody <laughs> walk in space. <laughs> Cliff. That's amazing. God bless you. At the same time, I'm somewhat concerned. Try right. Netflix. Ava Graham. <laughs> yes. Who is on the hot seat today? Oh, Angela, I wanted to have a little fun with this Come one. On. So, uh, yeah, take it away. Today, Xavier Michael Babudar is on the hot seat. Brought to you by Xfinity, the fastest internet in Philadelphia, and the sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Lounge. Hot seat. Who is Xavier Michael Babudar? He's a chief super fan who dresses up as a wolf. Now, Oklahoma, I suppose. Babudar, known to thousands of Chiefs fans as Chief Saholic. Yeah, real original. Was arrested for holding up a bank. An Andy Reid fan committing a crime? You don't say. Babudar is charged with several charges, including armed robbery, and sits in the Tulsa County Jail on a $200,000 bond. As Joe Wechter would say, check out this non-shocked look on my face. When Sean dressed up in the shoulder pads, good guy, good fun. Had Kenny from the Dirty 30 went into the Hall of Fame as a fan. <laughs> These Chiefs fans are messed up. What a... Idiot. Oh, what a loser. Bixby police say did confirm Babudar was not wearing a wolf mask last Friday. Let's see. All right. Oh. <laughs> How do you exactly what goes into being a high profile fan and mapping out a plan to knock off a band? Without, your, Without mask. your mask. Without your mask. I mean, 
people, he would he be afraid that they recognize him as the fan, but not in his regular head? <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, this guy's a jackass. So yeah. I did uh, actually just get this uh, article yep. sent over to me by uh, written by Robert Linehan. Candace Superfan charged with armed robbery in line for a $100,000 payoff on the Chiefs if they win. He has a huge bet placed oh. on sports oh. gambling. Oh, and so, he's, he's trying to buy himself out of jail. No, he's already had it on there. So if he's incarcerated and he wins, does he, he doesn't get the, get the money? I mean, like, does he's a felon, <laughs> allegedly? Allegedly. Wow, Al, I don't think that plan was well thought wow. out. No. Something tells me he should have put a little more thought well, in. Yeah. Wear the mask of another team. Yeah, well, that, that, <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? That and the fact that you have. He, I, I left this out of it. He's got thousands and thousands and thousands of right. followers that they actually went looking for him. Yes. So he got outed basically for this whole thing on the news. Six by- minutes. <laughs> it took them six minutes to find this knucklehead. It took them six minutes. And now he's in jail in Oklahoma, Al, and Andy Reid's trying to get him out so he can put him on oh, a yeah. special teams unit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Chuck and Cherry Hill. Hi, Chuck. Angelo and crew, breaking news. What do you got? Steve Cohen just signed a silly fanatic. <laughs> Two years, $26 million. You know what? That would be an upgrade from that stupid Mr. Met. Yeah, I, know no the, good. I know the fanatic's best friend. He would take that money in yeah. a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> pending, pending the physical. All right, Angelo, this is how relative everything is. And I know you don't like a lot of numbers, so bear with me. If Cohen is worth about twenty billion, give or take, yeah, just the return on his investment at about somewhere in the area of two billion, give or take, Jeez. covers the Mets payroll five times. Wow! See, that's the problem, Chuck. That's if you're problem. that yep. rich, this money means nothing. Play to money. You. Play money. And next, and next year, if the Angels don't retain or resign Otani, and I huh. don't know that I oh, don't know that they can. Oh my God! He's got him. He's got him. It's a done deal. You don't think he's going to let him go out to the marketplace? No, half a billion dollars. You're right, Ruben. Five hundred million. Ruben, you got it. Ruben and I agree here. We agree, Ruben. Now, Chuck, come, Ruben. Yep. You're the GM. Yep. Blank check. Money means nothing. Yep. Would you go? You go berserk on Otani? On anyone? On all of them. Oh, yeah. Go you get got, them all. You got Get no, the best but, players. You got no but, No one can outbid you for anyone. Get them all. But, but the, so, so the <laughs> get them all. Get them all. Get them all. So, Scott so Boris. Scott Boris. Chuck, I, I, yep. it's hard to get a word in here. Get a boss. Boris gets a bus, puts all his superstars on the bus, and drives them to New York, and they all sit outside until each of them gets a deal. You literally, Al, if he doesn't care, this guy just said, he's getting $2 billion in interest. Not bad. What would stop him? Nothing. So this isn't good then. Losing. This isn't good. Chuck, this is not good for baseball. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Then they lose, and you feel better. Yeah. I want Middleton to ante up then. He's got oh, three he's million. He's ante plenty. Mm-hmm. He's ante plenty. He's ante plenty. Chuck, winner or weasel? I'm going to uh, give it to uh, two fantastic people that hold your show together, uh, Ava and Rhea, uh, dual winners of the week. Yep. They're not going to win, but Let it's very nice. Let me think about nice. it for a second. 
No. All right. No. That's it. <laughs> uh, uh, let's get our nice, leader Jason. up Thank you, here. Though. Thank you. Jason is up from the Dirty 30. Hi, Jason. Good morning, Angelo, and morning, team. How you feeling about Christmas Eve, Jason? Angelo, I am fired up. I wish the game was tonight. All right. But what if you don't have Jalen Hurts? It's all right. We can win with Gordon. Right. We so, can win with Garden. I'm not afraid. You're not we afraid. We have the best offensive line in the NFL. We will do what we have to do to wrap up our division. All right, Jason. I didn't want to have to say this to you, but I'm going to have to now. The referee in the game is the same one that screwed us on the only loss of this season, Alex Kemp. Now, how do you feel? I feel all right. They owe us one. <laughs> Paybacks are you-know-what. Paybacks are bitches. All right, so <laughs> you're saying, if anything, maybe we'll get the benefit of a call. Right, Jason? Please believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, you're on fire right now, my friend. So what will you be doing? You got a bunch of people coming over. What are you doing for Christmas Eve, Jason? I have a couple of friends coming over to watch the game and everything. And um, I think it's going to be 38-14. Elo! I give me one, Jace! E-S-E-L-E-S, Eagles! Wait, I've got to lose out of the week. Who you got? The Colts. The Colts out. They blew a 30. They're not weasels, though. Right. They're not weasels, but that was pretty amazing. It was ridiculous. And Matt Ryan out. He just got benched again. He got benched, He got benched for Foles. Yes. You know what? We need a second here to just absorb that Foles is (laughs) playing again. The same week the Eagles need a backup. It's crazy. Minshew probably. That is wild. Foles is coming back again. Then something tells me he's going to win. (laughs) Just because that's what he does. Nick Foles has waited all year. And that Matt Ryan, I know he's local. Matt, hang him up. You are now, you choked in the biggest uh, Super Bowl lead you ever had and in the biggest all-over game. You are done. Matt Ryan doesn't know how to control a clock in a football game. That's what you learned. I'm not getting on him. He's a PC guy. I don't care what he is. I like Matty Ice. Matty Ice is now Matty Choke. <laughs> 215-592-9494. When we come back, Al, the NFL did it to us again, you know. More money. They screwed us off. Uh, Jay Black is coming on to explain. You can get every NFL game next year right in your on your TV. Every game. Mm-hmm. Full game. No red zone. All the games. Bring your pocketbook. <laughs> 215-592-9494. Hey, football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbook. Just place the first touchdown, score a prop bet on any Monday or Thursday pro football game. Even if your bet loses, you're going to receive up to $25 back at free bet. The offer is available throughout the year. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. All you got to do is log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up right now. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football. 
right, it is uh, 941 right now, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I am, uh, have kind of some good and bad news. The good news is there is a new edition of the TV show that is our podcast with Jay Black. Right. That's the good news. It is now dropped and available for your listening pleasure. Cool. Go offers you many TV tips. The bad news is Rhea was not part of it. So we had to fake the British segment. Oh, and, what did you guys do? I did The Fall. Uh, it's a movie oh, I saw. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jillian Anderson and uh, Jamie Dornan. I have not seen it yet. And so. I recommend it for, for little kids uh, to see the teen thing, to see Elf. Oh, well, Elf is great. Elf yes. is great. Yeah. So I was, uh, you I did faked. good. How you about good. From Scratch? Did you recommend that? From what? From Scratch. What's that? Netflix show. From Scratch? It's tremendous. Is it about somebody with a rash? Sounds no. like a m- cooking show. Correct. Thank you. A it's a love show. It's a love story. All right. I, I'll, great... I'll watch that right after Smell My Finger. <laughs> Jonesy's got a podcast? <laughs> I'm not, I'm pull my finger. From pull Jay Black <laughs> TV is Jay Black. Hi, Jay. <laughs> There's not enough money to smell Jonesy's finger. How are you guys? <laughs> Jay Black, <laughs> to the shock yeah. of everyone, the National Football League was given an opportunity to uh, send the Sunday ticket, that's every game, all game, over to Apple. Apple went to them with a deal, and they went, listen, mm-hmm. we're, we're not going to give you $2.5 billion, but we will charge your fans a lot less. Can you do it for like $2 billion? Mm-hmm. And they said, screw you, and they <laughs> took $2.5 billion from YouTube. Jay. At no point do the owners ever demonstrate any concern to the consumer. Is that correct? It doesn't seem that way. It seems like if there were one extra penny in it for them, (laughs) regardless of what it did to the fans, they would take the extra penny, which is what they did here with this uh, insane YouTube deal. All right, so they're going to get, they were getting $1.5 billion uh, on uh, DirecTV. By the way, if you have one of those satellite dishes now, you can burn it. Really? Because there's no use for it <laughs> after Do you that. still have one? I, I, no, I got rid of them. But it, it, I have for a long time just to see this. But here's the thing that I'm trying to understand. Is there any indication having to pay $2.5 billion per season how much they're going to charge on YouTube for people to get this package? No. It, it, so if they keep the current, I mean, if everything stayed the same and they charge $300, which, by the way, most of the people on DirecTV aren't paying 300 They're paying discounts on that 300 There's only 2 million subscribers wow. on DirecTV to the, to the NFL package. Now, I did, I did a little math there. That's well under $1.5 billion a year, let alone well under $2.5 billion a year. So if, assuming every single person that currently has it on DirecTV switches over, they're still going to be losing... Uh, well over uh, $1.9 billion a year. Wow. So, I mean, I know they see this as a loss leader, and I know that they figure this is going to be ultimately good for YouTube TV, but I think that this is a testament to how much money Google has to set on fire (laughs) as compared to everybody else in order to make this deal work. Jay, there's one big question hanging over all this, and it's I'm just doing it as a consumer myself. I'm still getting Red Zone Channel. Why do yeah. I need to spend all this money on something that's not much more than what I'm already getting with the Red Zone channel? I, I, again, I can't figure out the economics of this deal or how this works. Even if you, if you dig into it a little bit, even the bars, 
that would subscribe probably will still get it over some sort of satellite deal because YouTube TV can't stream all those games to a single bar. There's not enough good internet in the world to do that. Wow. That's what Amazon is doing with the Thursday night games. A lot of those are still coming over direct TV to bars. So how this is going to make them money or how this is good for the consumer is it's, it's going to be real weird to see because, you know, there, there is a world, Angelo, and I don't think this is going to happen, but there is a world where YouTube goes, you know, $2.5 billion for us is a rounding error. Why don't we just put it out there for $10 a month and get everybody in America to sign up for YouTube TV and destroy cable once and for all? It sounds like Steve Cohen with the Mets. No doubt. Lose <laughs> yeah. money, uh, gain fans. Yeah. Uh, that's unbelievable. All right, Jay, last thing, because we de- kind of yes. did this on the uh, podcast. Yeah, Jay Black is responsible for a wide variety of car- of Christmas movies himself. <laughs> yep. Yes. On Lifetime, <laughs> on the other part. Jay, name a Christmas movie that people, families can start as a tradition. I'm going to do the one that we talked and touched on this very briefly on the podcast, Angelo. It's my go-to for the family, and it's uh, a Christmas Vacation, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase. I saw it in the theater when it came out. It never ceases to make me laugh. It is not a saccharine comedy by any stretch of the imagination. Randy Quaid's a little hard to take at this point, but when they go down the hill at 275 miles an hour, I will laugh for the entirety of the night based on just that scene. It's one of my all-time favorites. That is my family classic. All right, Jay, how many uh, Christmas movies have you produced and written yourself? I've done two, and uh, if you want to check out the, the best one of those, it is Love Always Santa. It stars a young Jay Black who is fatter than this current Jay Black. Mm. Right. Is, uh, <laughs> right, but, Are you Santa? But see, now I, I don't have time. To watch the two of them, should I watch the Jay Black thing or should I watch the other recommendation? You oh, definitely, uh, Angela. Watch the uh, Love Always Santa on a loop. I, I'll get an extra eighteen cents this holiday season <laughs> if you do. There it is. I love it, Jay Black. Happy holidays to you and your family. It's great, and don't miss our podcast, the TV show at JayBlack.tv. Thanks, Jay. You guys as well. Happy holidays. Have a great one, guys. Thank you. All right. We got to go fast now. Are you people ready? Yes. Because I need to give out the winner and the weasel. It's and sp- amazing it hasn't been mentioned. Sparky, who's the winner or the weasel? The winner is clear as day. A Philadelphia legend, Jim Gardner. Ooh. Jim Gardner, winner of the week. A great one. Wow. That wasn't my choice, but I think Wrenching. do we have a thing with, with retiring? I'm not going right, to have to give on. it to you. Can you play Jim Gardner? You want to, Sparky, I'm going to steal this whole speech he gave. Listen to Jim Gardner last night. What I need you to know is how much I'm going to miss you. We have long had an unstated agreement, you and I. I like to say that we formed a covenant years ago. We give you respect and our commitment to reporting in a no-nonsense way those things that are important to you and making sure that what we tell you is accurate and fair. But we also promise to share in your joys and your sadnesses, your triumphs and your losses because they are ours too. We are all members of the same community and we have the same very high stakes in its well-being. I'm stealing that. You can't steal it. it I can tweak like three words. It'll be perfect. I love how they tailgate it for him. If I write it from now till when my last day is, am I ever going to write it that well? 
No. Shouldn't I just steal that? That's sensational. Can't plagiarize that. Uh, you know, what am I going to do? Fire me? <laughs> Melania Trumpet. Sparky, happy holidays. You have just won Winner of the Week. Sparky, you won the winner. Yeah. Oh, my God. Al, tell Sparky you want a, what you want. This is perfect. A Minshew Mania t-shirt, ah. Eagles black mini helmet. You can get yours at the Eagles Pro Shop located at the link and at the shops at Rockvale, Lancaster, or Cherry Hill. Pair of tickets see Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks together at, at the link on June 16th. Tickets go on sale. Ticketmaster. Get them there. $100 Visa gift card. All that. All right. Anyway, uh, yes, uh, Gary is up next. We still need a weasel. Al, what's winning right now? Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers, the guy from the Patriots who threw the interception and blew the game. Yeah. Gary's on the line. Hi, Gary. Man. Gary, what did you need to say today? I thought Mike was the winner for getting dollars to perpetuity from a Dallas Cowboys fan. Oh, that's but... pretty good. <laughs> ah, not bad. Do you have a weasel of the week, Gary? I'll go with Micah Parsons for backpedaling. All right, Micah Parsons. Nah. I don't think he backpedaled, no. did he? Yeah, nah. I will say this. If he does not play on Saturday, Saturday night, Illness. It, would, it would be charming. It would be charming. <laughs> I would enjoy it. Carol's up from Germantown. Hi, Carol. Hey, everybody. I was going to say Lane Johnson because he got 900 and something tackles. Let's see, 928 snaps over 27 plays without allowing a quarterback stat. It's crazy, his numbers yeah. at this point. Carol, it really amazing. is. Carol, I'm the host. I did not have that stat. I would have done some with that stat. You seem to have more information than I do, and I'm doing the show. <laughs> Thank you for helping me with that, Carol. That was very nice. Happy holidays. Dennis is up from Mount Laurel. Dennis, do you have a weasel? I do, Radio Man, and he could be the weasel almost every week, but he made some comments this week. Why are you asking me negative questions when we won the game? Uh, Doc, Doc, Rivers. Doc Rivers was Doc. a jerk again this week. Alex, nah, they're winning. No. no. Too often. Six he does it every week. Debbie's yeah. up next. Hi, Deb. Hi, good morning. Hello, Who, everybody. Who's the weasel? I'm thinking the NFL owners for all that streaming stuff. The owners mm. for taking the money and running out. No, it's what I fully expect. They yeah. do it every week. <laughs> Ray is up. Ray, who's your weasel? How about Jeff Saturday, the coach of Indianapolis, calling you know, calling a horrible end of the game strategy. No, he had. I mean, what are you going to do with some of the mistakes they made on the? No. All right, no. Uh, Al. The winner is the person that said Jacoby Myers. Yes. Did you have a, someone else? I had a guy named Kale McCarr. What happened? Defenseman in Colorado, best player in the league. Guy the Flyers probably should have drafted. He gets tripped. I have never seen this in my life. The referee calls a trip, and Makar waves his arms off and says, no, I fell on my own. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not making this up. I no, told, this, this, this happened. Is, no, this is and they reversed the call. They reversed the call because Did the guy refused? refused? No, he, he refused. He said, penalty. no, I fell. He didn't trip me. His own teammates are like, what are you doing? All right, what wait are you a doing? He's not the winner. He's uh, the weasel. weasel. He's the winner. It would be no weasel. Nah, that's a weasel. That's a weasel. The guy has integrity. And that's what they said. Nah, I'm like, you're that's a weasel. I, I have never, it's I have, ridiculous. I have never seen it in any sport. It's it's called sportsmanship. It's stupid. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> you take the win. Yeah, really. No, you take the what? trip. No, I'm but... never bringing you guys you back for holiday specials. You ain't trying. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the talk stylings. Ah. Uh. Of Superfan. Hi, Superfan! Woo! Woo! 
Angelo, I'm coming right out hard. All okay? Right. okay. You know this. Yep. You, you know this. You I lose. Okay? You know how beautiful games. Now, let me say this. Those I, Dallas, okay? You gotta steal our mind. Let's, let's be honest, okay? When you think of America, okay, you don't think of Dallas, okay? You think of, I don't know, maybe Betsy Waltz and the flag, okay? Mm-hmm. Maybe, uh, I don't know, uh, Liberty Bell, okay? Oh, did you ever hear of a guy named Ben Franklin? Did you ever hear of a guy named Ben Franklin? No, no, no. So, okay, so you know what? I like the, I like the misery, okay? I like when they, they have to suffer, and nothing's better than watching Jerry suffer, okay? Yep. Okay? I love it. Okay, and I, I, I missed a bad plastic surgery, okay? The guy used Sally Jesse Raphael's plastic surgeon, okay? Okay, <laughs> let me just say something. When I look at his face, okay, yeah. and I see all the, how old it is and, and how sad it is and all the stitch work, okay? And, you know, I'm like, is that his face or am I thinking about the AIDS quilt? Okay, okay! I'm, I'm with you, super fan. Go to a butcher! Stop going to a surgeon, okay? Yeah. Okay. Hey, and I'm just going to say this right now. Okay. I'm ready to go on a wild mustache slide on Saturday, okay? I'm on a mid-shoot scratch if we need to, okay? So let's do this. Me too. I love you, super fan. That, have a pulmonary. that is great. <laughs> that is he. He was a contributor many, many years ago, and he's returned for our final year. And I love that man. Wow, that was really something. It's time uh-huh. to do a rap. Yes, yes. <laughs> Joe, I didn't even tell you I put that in there. You're just a genius, Joe Hector. All right, line of the day is sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. So this conversation came up earlier uh, that you know we have refs this game that missed the Dallas Goddard called Scott Halverson and Alex Kemp and Angelo. You're not happy about it, and you even put it in a song. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We, we miss you a Merry Christmas. Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas We're going to screw you all night. <laughs> Don't <laughs> sing that at home. Hold on. No. Ah. <laughs> Happy holidays, everyone. Brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Over 85 vehicles available during Armin Chevrolet's Reg Tag year-end event. Visit ArminChevy.com. Find your roads to Armin Chevrolet. Closer than you think. Who will win the Christmas Eve game in Dallas? 76% are saying the birds. Wow. Go Eagles. Eagles Thank you. Our studios this day. We have a great Kyle Quinn and Nick Coppola. 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 Uh, Ruben around you. You're in studio. Ruben, uh, uh, happy holidays to you and your family. Thank you, sir. Clifford W. Lentz, a NASA correspondent. Our producer has been Joseph A. Wester <laughs> Jr. Joe DeCamber, John Ritchie coming up next. Have a safe and happy holiday, everybody. Go Eagles. How do we do today?